0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The disciples approached Jesus and said, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a child over, placed it in their midst, and said, Amen, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever receives one child such as this in my name receives me. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you that their are angels in heaven. Always look upon the face of my heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. As a small child, I loved to draw, especially nature scenes of landscapes, trees, and birds, and flowers, farmhouses, ponds, and ducks on the pond. But do you know what I always failed in drawing, something I could never draw? It was a human face. Either the eyes of the face did not match, or the nose was too long like Pinocchio's, or the smile was crooked. Maybe Picasso struggled to draw faces too, so he made an art out of depicting disfigured faces. My faces were prettier than Picasso's. I don't know if C.S. Lewis drew faces as a small child, but he was a master of painting faces with words with words. I will never, never forget how he described God's face at the end of his extraordinary essay, The Weight of Glory. Lewis wrote, in the end, that face, which is the delight or terror of the universe, must be turned upon each of us, either with one expression or the other. Either conferring glory inexpressible or inflicting shame that can never be cured or disguised. God's face, according to Lewis, can convey a twofold expression one of delight or one of terror. Kind of like the twin Mardi Gras masks, where one face is comic and the other face is tragic. And what will trigger one expression or the other on the Father's face? Well, clearly that will be the consequence of our conduct while we walk in this world. On Judgment Day, each of us will behold the face of God, which will either beam with divine delight or strike terror straight through us far worse than seeing one of Picasso's poor faces. Today we celebrate the feast of the guardian angels. And Jesus tells us something astonishing about these angels. Jesus warns, see that you do not despise one of these little ones, meaning children. For I say to you that their angels in heaven always look upon the face of my heavenly father. Now which of the two faces of Lewis, comic or tragic, do you think the angels in heaven behold? Well, naturally, since they are in heaven, they behold God's glorious face. As Saint Augustine described it, beauty ever ancient, ever new. But the angels are also aware, far more than C.S. Lewis, That God's face can also have a look of terror. Perhaps the blessed angels glimpsed the terror of the universe when the fallen angels turned against the Creator in their ridiculous rebellion, described in Revelation chapter 12. That divine face conferred glory inexpressible on the good angels and shame that can never be cured or disguised on the fallen angels after that fateful day. The guardian angels know both expressions, and their job, therefore, is to guard and guide us here on earth. Why? So that in the end, we behold that face that is the delight and not the terror of the universe. My friends, do you have a devotion to your guardian angel? Sadly, most Catholics feel very little fondness or even awareness of the angels, much less of their guardian angel. Most people who do think about them may mount a little guardian angel pin on the visor of their car and that's it. Or perhaps hang a painting of an angel watching over small children crossing over a rickety bridge over a raging river. Whenever I bless someone's new car, I pray, Father, send your angels to watch over them on the road so that they may follow Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life to heaven. But that is about all the attention the angels get from us. Instead of just paying them lip service, I suggest that we understand how the angels have the awesome privilege and pressure of beholding the face of God. How so? Well, they know how our actions are changing the expression on that divine face into either delight or terror. And the angels pray fervently for us, that someday the face, that face will confer on us glory inexpressible and not the other fate. I hope someday with the help of my guardian angel to draw the face that is the delight of the universe. And maybe now even Pablo Picasso, who died in 1973, can paint a pretty face in heaven. Praised be, Jesus Christ.